0: This message by Pastor Alexander Ruggieri was delivered at Faith Fellowship Church in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. For more information, please call 608-935-2655 or visit us at www.dodgevilleffc.com. Pastor Alex here. Because our last sermon was not recorded, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you in a devotional condensed format so that you can receive the blessing that we heard on Sunday. This message comes from the text in Matthew chapter 21, verse 9. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Father God in heaven, I pray that you would please open our hearts to receive this blessing that you have for us. The blessing in the name of the Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The context of what's going on in this passage is that Jesus is entering into Jerusalem and the people are welcoming him as their Messiah. They recognize that he is the Messiah. The word Hosanna means save us. Hosanna to the Son of David. The Son of David is a title attributed to the Messiah. So they recognize that he is the Messiah. However, their idea of the Messiah would be one who would come to deliver them from Roman oppression. However, Jesus has a different purpose. He's not coming to deliver the nation from Roman oppression. He's coming to deliver them from Satan's oppression. And by doing that, he died on the cross. So he's coming, in essence, to die, not to reign as a victor over human authority in their in their eyes. But they're, they're saying something that stood out to me. They say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And this would be something they would normally say, because it comes directly from Psalm 118, which is one of the psalms of praise that the people would commonly sing during the festivals. But what does it mean to be blessed by coming in the name of the Lord? There are blessings that come from His name. And any faithful Jew would have known the stories in the Old Testament that relate to the name of the Lord. We'll look at those names. But first we want to understand, what does it mean to be blessed in the name of the Lord well if you understand the meaning of the name of the Lord then you realize why what's the point of a name well the name usually differentiates one person from the next you have a name that's different from others I have a name that's different and when people say my name they know they're referring to me versus the person I'm sitting next to. Now, there are cases where families use the same name in multiple generations, but even then, they'll have different nicknames to differentiate between the members of the family. For example, Billy Graham is in a line of five generations of William Franklin Graham. You have Billy Graham's father, which was who was uh, Frank Graham, then Billy Graham, Franklin Graham, Will Graham, and finally Quingram, which I believe might come from the idea of the fifth, Quin. So the name differentiates between persons. It's the same with God. Did you know God has a name? God has a name. Anytime you read in the Old Testament the word Lord, capital L-O-R-D, that refers to the name of God, which is Yahweh in the Old Hebrew. And when you read in Exodus chapter 3, verses 9 to 14 and 15, you read that the meaning of God's name is, I am. Moses asks God, who should I say sent me when I go to the Israelites? And God says, tell them that I am has sent you. So God's name is connected with his being. And that means that any association with the name of the Lord, the name of Yahweh, is connection to His being, all that He is, and therefore all that He gives and does. So God wants to bless you, and those blessings come from being in His name. The first blessing that we find being directly connected to the name of the Lord, is found in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. It's the story of David and Goliath. Now David is standing before a mighty Philistine, who is the epitome of all things evil. And all the other Israelites have fled in fear. By all appearances, this man has the victory. By all appearances, he will win the battle. But David looks at him and he says, You come at me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come at you in the name of the Lord. Why did he say that? Because he knew that in the name of the Lord, there was victory. He acknowledged that by all appearances, Goliath had the upper hand. He had the sword. He had the spear. He had the javelin. David had none of that. He couldn't even put on the armor to defend himself. But he knew that with the name of the Lord, there is victory. It was God's battle to fight. And God was going to win because God's name gives victory. David could have tried to fight it through human means of his own invention or weaponry. But he didn't have to. All he had to do was rely on the power of God to take a little stone that he had in his hand and send it square in between the eyes of the giant. So with you, God wants to bless you and give you victory. And your enemy by all appearances, looks like he'll have victory. The Bible says our enemy is the world, the flesh, and the devil. But we can come before our enemy and say, you come at me with sword and spear and javelin. That is, you come at me, O world, flesh, and devil, but I come in the name of the Lord. And with the name of the Lord, there is victory. When we trust God, rely on God and His power and His ability to work in and through us, we have victory the second blessing that we find from being associated with the name of the Lord is divine intervention divine intervention if you see and read in 1st kings chapter 18 you recognize the story of Elijah the prophet coming with all the prophets of Baal On Mount Carmel. And Elijah recognizes that he is a minority. That most of the Israelites favor the false gods. He says to them, how long will you waver between two decisions? If Baal is God, serve him. If the Lord is God, serve him. And he puts it to the test. He says on one side we'll have an altar with a bull for Baal, and on the other side we'll have an altar with a bull for the Lord. And he says this, both of us will call on the name of our God. And if Baal is God, he will answer by fire. If the Lord is God, if Yahweh is God, He will answer by fire. And you know the story? The prophets of Baal call on the Lord and call, excuse me, call on their God, Baal, call on their God to the point where they're lashing themselves until the blood is gushing out in order to stir up their pagan God. But there's no answer. However, Elijah comes and he pours water on the sacrifice and calls on the name of the Lord. And God answers by fire, licks up the sacrifice and even the water. With the name of the Lord, God will work in your life. He will intervene. You will have divine intervention. Outside the name of the Lord, you don't have the promise of God's working in and through the specifics of your life. When you have a need in your life, God will intervene. When you have a a burden on your heart, God will move and answer. But that only comes the closer you associate to His name. If you try to rely on outside resources to help you and guide you, you won't receive the blessing of the Lord. But if you rely on His name to work in your life, He, through faith, will intervene. The third blessing, in the name of the Lord, is healing. In 2 Kings chapter 5, there is a story of not Elijah, but Elisha the prophet. Naaman, who is a commander of the Syrian army, comes to Elisha. He's a powerful man, a mighty man, but he has leprosy. And he says to Elisha, heal me of my leprosy. And Elisha tells him, go and wash in the Jordan River seven times. Naaman furious because it was not the answer he expected, Walks away, but his servants encourage him to obey the prophet. And so he goes, he washes seven times in the Jordan River, and his leprosy is completely removed. He says something to Elisha before. He says, I thought that if you called on the name of the Lord, you could just wave your hand over me and I'd be healed. He recognized that there was healing in the name of the Lord. Now, there's no greater picture in the Bible of sin than that of leprosy. It starts as a small spot on your hand, and then it grows. And it overtakes your whole body until eventually you're losing fingers and toes and limbs, and it will completely destroy its host. It's the same with sin. It starts as a little compromise, It starts out as a little giving in, a little desire for pleasure. And it eventually grows and grows and grows until it eats you alive. Sin may have a season of feeling good, but eventually it will destroy you. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. But the blood of Jesus shed on the cross is a fountain for healing. And in the name of the Lord, that healing can be applied. So when we are going through our Christian lives and we stumble into sin, or we give given to temptation, we feel the guilt. We see the effect it has had on our lives. In the name of the Lord, we can have healing. We can come to the Lord and ask for forgiveness, confess our sins, and He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and purify us. From all unrighteousness, if you're struggling deeply with a sin, God wants to heal you and help you have that victory. But it only comes in the name of the Lord. The fourth blessing that comes from the name of the Lord is that of refuge. It's not a story, but the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. You see, the picture there is that the name of the Lord is like the edge of a castle, a tower that is on high. And being in this tower, you are safe from all your enemies down below. That's very true that the name of the Lord is is refuge, safety. There are so many people who are suffering today. Uh, Imagine a current situation, uh, a war-torn country. The, re- the people there, the citizens there, they were living everyday lives like us, making investments, career plans, family plans. They were building their futures. But all that was taken away in an instant. And if they put their refuge in those things, it's gone. You can't have refuge or safety in the things of the world. But the Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And if you trust in the Lord and rely on Him, no matter what happens to you in your life, you will be safe. Your soul will be safe in Him. The fifth and final blessing in the name of the Lord is that of salvation. You see, all these blessings, there are so many more, but all these blessings that we've looked at mean nothing and have nothing for you if you are not saved. Joel chapter 2, verse 32 says, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You see, Jesus came into this world to bring us to God. He came to be the Exact representation of God. He came to be Emmanuel, God with us. And we have sinned. We are God's enemies. If we have not repented of our sins and trusted in Christ, we are his enemies. The word Jesus, the name Jesus, actually means God is salvation. He came to bring us to God, to die on the cross, to take the punishment for our sins that we deserved so that we, by faith, can trust in him alone. We cannot earn our salvation. We cannot do enough good works or good deeds or religious acts in order to earn our way to heaven. It must be God who does the work in us. Jesus took the punishment for our sin and offers us forgiveness if we trust him alone, put our faith in him, believe in the Lord and you shall be saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you trusted in the name of the Lord? Have you called on Him for your salvation? You can. All you need to do is recognize you are a sinner and you need Him. You need salvation. Confess your sins to God and say, God, I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. Forgive me of my sin. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I trust that He alone will bring me salvation and bring me into your heaven. And I ask now that you would change my heart, give me life, everlasting life, and reign as my Lord and King. I give my life to you. If you say this in faith, in total trust, He will save you. And once you receive this salvation, you will have blessings in the name of the Lord. For the Bible says, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Father God in heaven, I pray that anyone who has heard this would receive the blessing of salvation. And those who know you as Lord and Savior would recognize that the closer we spend time with you in prayer, obey you, fellowship with other believers, read your word, the closer we will associate with your name and the more blessings we will receive to serve you and love you in our lives. Guide us, help us, Father, in this. In Jesus' name, amen.